All right, Rabbi Good morning. Let us begin. Today's daf is Maseches Nazir, Parak Chaf Aleph. We are sorry, Daf Chaf Aleph twenty one. We are picking up on Chaf Amudis twenty B, and we are picking up Emirat Hashem. Last line. So Amr Lei Tuv Lo Shavkis Rav Kolatamidus. Let's remember again, just to reorient ourselves a little bit. We had the great Zuchos to begin the fourth parak of Maseches Nazir in Yerushalayim, Irak Odesh, and it was there that the Mishnah spoke about the idea Ruvain takes upon himself a nether Nazirus. His friend hears it, Shimon hears it, and Shimon says, Va'ani. And again, the Mishnah illustrated that even multiple people could latch on to this nether Nazirus. Comes along Rish Lakish, and Rish Lakish just mentioned and said, the only way to latch on to the previous statement is if you add on your own Va'ani, Toch Kedei Dibor. I was the definition of Toch Kedei Dibor. The amount of time that it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umori. So Amalei, so respond back to him, but if that's the case, Rabbi Yudhis, back to Rish Lakish, if that's the case, Tuflo Shav Kisraf Kalatamido. This is actually interesting. So the Rosh says that what Rabbi Yudhis was really saying was like this, but what happens? So let's play this out. Ruben says, Harini Nazir, Shimon hears it and he wants to say Vani, but at the same moment that Shimon wants to say Vani, what happens? Shimon's Rebbe walks by. So Shimon now wants to say Shalom Alecha Rabbi Yomori, which means that now Shimon has lost the opportunity to latch on to the nether of Ruben. Top of Chafalif. Okay, so that, that's kind of just like a statement. That supports this idea. So a person hears, Ruben says, Harini Nazir, Shimon hears it, and he says, Va'ani, I'm also in Va'amar Va'ani, who asked the Chavero Mutter. Now, in this case over here, Shimon waited Toch Kedei Dibor. I should say, Shimon waited longer than Toch Kedei Dibor. Shimon waited longer than the amount of time that it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rabbi Yomori. Then he said Va'ani to Ruvain's Nedir Nazirus. Ultimately, again, Ruvain is a Nazir, Shimon is not. The Kama Kedei Dibor, and how long is Kedei Dibor? Kedei She'ilas, Shalom Talmud Larav. The amount of time that it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rabbi Yomori from the student to his teacher. So I will say, so this is the first core halacha that we are learning. So again, Ruvain says Harini Nazir, Shimon wants to jump in on this and say Va'ani, me too. That works as long as his me too is Toch Kedei Dibor of Ruvain's original articulation. Beautiful. So let's bring a support to this. So remember again, what did we say in the Mishnah? The Mishnah said, Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. And Chavero, his friend Shimon said, Va'ani. And Levi said, Va'ani. Now, here's what the Gemara is picking up on, the Sulo. And ultimately, again, there's no more people. In other words, why why are you capping it at two more people to say van? Why not include a fourth person, a fifth person? To which the Gemara says, time. So the Gemara is assuming over here the reason why you're capping it at two additional people, right? Ruben is the one who says, Harini Nazir. And then Shimon saying Vani. Levi saying Vani. The reason we're capping it at that is why? Is why? The Pashtos, because anyone past Levi is going to be outside the window of Toch Kedei Dibor. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 don't bring a raya from that. Tana kiruch So is the Tana literally, again, is the Tana a spice merchant? You know, a spice merchant, when he comes to sell something, he's, we can relate to this, right? What do you see in the Shuk? In the Shuk, the whole Chateh, the vendors, they don't like put out one thing and leave everything else, you know, behind closed doors. They put out all of their wares. So the Gemara says, is the time of our Mishnah, is he a vendor 
that he has to put out everything. In other words, the Tana doesn't have to speak about every single different possibility. He's just giving you an illustration of the basic core concept. So the Gemara says as follows. Um, good. So if that's the case, so if that's the case, why not just say, Ruben says Harini Nazir, Shimon says Vani, and that's it. You illustrate the concept. Why do you even need to bring in a third person of Levi? To which the Gemara says, Halkanam, you're right. You're right. You could have done that. When we show the Tani Seifa, Hutra Harishon, Hutra Kulon, Hutra Achron, Haachron, Mutra Kulon Asurin, Mechlal di Ika and Soi. When we show Haki Katani, Vani, Vani. It's actually very interesting. So the Gemara says, stylistically, we have to make a case of at least three people. Why? Because, have remember again, what's the end of the Mishnah? The end of the Mishnah is, Ruven says Harini Nazir, Shimon says Vani, Levi says Vani. So what did the Mishnah say? If Ruven is Matir his Nadar, none of them are Nazirim. But if Levi, excuse me, if Shimon is Matir his Nadar, only Shimon and Levi are affected, ultimately again, Ruven is not. So since you need three people, three players, so to speak, in order to articulate, in order to highlight that concept, Therefore, we just kept it as three people in both cases of the Mishnah. Even though Halach and Lamaisa, you don't really need it for the Reisha. Incredible. Incredible. So we'll, say now, so we'll say, so now we've solidified fact number one. Well, fact number one was that Ruven could say Hareini Nazir, and other people could tap into that Nedr Naziros by simply saying Vani, me too. We've qualified that ruling, however, by saying that Halach and Lamaisa, that is only true, that is only true, if they say vani toch kdei dibor, the amount of time that it takes to say shalom alecha rabbi yomori, but if they wait longer than that time to say vani, then their vani is no longer connected to Ruvain's hareni nazir. Beautiful. Weiter says the Gemara. Ibai lo, Gemara asks the kasha. Chad bechavrei mitvis odilma bekama mitvis mitvisi. We'll say this is great. This is actually really. This is better than coffee. Listen to this. So here's the shaila. When Ruben says Harini Nazir, Shimon says Vani, and Levi says Vani. So specifically Levi. What is Levi connecting himself to? Is Levi connecting himself to Shimon's Nadir Naziros? Or is Levi connecting himself to Ruben's Nadir Naziros? Now you'll say to yourself, Lamayna who cares? I'll tell you why. Laatfusi Umezel. I Amrit Khad Bhabri Matvis Matvis in Baaznali Olam. The Amrit Bekama Mitvisi, Tvei Mikhtei Dibarlo Mitvisin. Suppose listen to this, it's such a nafkamino. Remember, we've established that Vani only works if you make it in, with, within Toch Kedei Dibor of the person saying Harini Nazir. So watch this. If you hold that every Vani links itself to the original Harini Nazir, which is the Harini Nazir of, of Ruvain, right? If that's what you hold, that that's the way it links, then Halacha Lamaisa. Then Allah that means there's only going to be a limited number of people who can link to Ruvain, because remember it has to be Toch Dibor. If however you hold that every Va'ani links to the Va'ani before it, then this chain of Naziras could go on indefinitely, right? Because think about this. Ruvain says Harini Nazir, Shimon says Va'ani, but Shimon has to be Toch Dibor of Ruvain. Then Levi says Vani, but Levi only needs to be Tokkadei Dibor of Shimon, not of Ruven, and so on and so forth as you move down the chain. So this is the Sotistic Kasha that the Gemara is trying to analyze. When you say Vani, who are you linking to? 
Are you linking to the original person, i.e. Ruvain, who said Harini Nazir? Or are you linking to the guy immediately before you in this Nazarite chain? So the Gemara says as follows, Tashma, Harini Nazir, Amar Va'ani, Va'ani. So remember again, what did the Mishnah say? Ruvain said Harini Nazir, his friend Shimon hears and says Va'ani, and then Levi says Va'ani, the Sulo. And remember again, the Mishnah caps it at only two additional people, right? You have the note there, the Ruvain that says Harini Nazir, and all it has is in is two people, a Shimon that says Va'ani, and a Levi who says Va'ani, and there's no one else mentioned. Why is that? It must be because, behold, that when you say Va'ani, the Va'ani needs to link to the original vower, to Ruvain. And therefore, I will say, how many people could say Va'ani toch k'dei dibor of Ruvain going ahead and making his net in his zeros? The Pashtas, it's not going to be more than two. Because if you say that every person simply latches onto the person before him, then the truth is you could have an indefinite chain of people who are involved in this process. To which the Gemara says, listen to Vani, add in many Anis. To which the Gemara once again says, So we'll say, so ultimately, once again, is the Tana's spice salesman that the Tana has to go through every single variation of the case. Well, if that's the case, Chad, the list of the Gemara says, listen Chad, so fine. So I'll say, so if you're not going to list every single case, then just list the case of Chad. And let there be one more Va'ani of Shimon, and that's it. To which the Gemara says, I, the same answer as we gave before, since we said before that Allah remember in the end of the Mishnah when we're looking at the dissolution of these vows if Ruvain has Hataras Nadarim everyone below him is freed from their nether as well but Allah again if the last person who said Va'ani does Hataras Nadarim I'm sorry then just the last guy is Mutter but everyone else is still bound what does that teach you? The only way to set up that case is if there is a middle guy, which requires, by definition, at least three people. Fine, so so we still haven't answered our core question, right? So our core question ultimately still is, and it's really fascinating, when Ruvain says, and then Shimon says, and Levi says, so Shimon is clearly linking to Ruvain. Who is Levi linking to? Is Levi linking to Ruvain or is Levi linking to Shimon? What's the Nafkamina? The Nafkamina is who does he have to be Tokade Dibor to? Excellent. Who's he have to be Tokade Dibor? Is Tokade Dibor to Ruvain, the original vower, or to Shimon? So what's the Eskabaiter? Sorry? So he says as follows. So so let's see. So Tashma, Hutter Harishon, Hutter Kulon. So the Gemara says, If Reuven goes ahead and does Hataras Nadar, Reuven is an already knows here, and he does Hataras Nadar, so Hutakulon, everyone below Reuven is Mutter as well. To which the Gemara says, You see from here that it's only when Reuven does Hataras Nadar that everyone below him is released. But let's say, for example, if Shimon were to do Hataras Nadar, not necessarily, Shmamino, Bekama Mitvesen. So I will say, what do you see from here? You see from here that it looks like anyone who says Vani automatically links to Ruvain. Maybe not. Maybe really every person links himself to the person before him. And since, again, we have to talk about the case of Hutcher where everyone becomes released, 
only if you bring up an emtsai. In other words, you have to have a shimon and a levi in this case. Ikarishon, delo mishteri mishum haki katani rishon. So, okay, we still have an answer to this. So, Tashma, Hotara Acheron, if the last guy will call him Levi, does Hatar Thamar's end in Aziros, so Acheron, Mutar Vakulin Asurin. Ultimately, again, Levi is Mutar, everyone else is Asur. To Lo Ika Acherina Basrai, because there's no one below him. Avalen Tsoi, the Ika Acherina Basrai. But ultimately, again, if Shimon, the middle guy, who does have someone under him, i.e., Levi, were to do Hataras Nadarim, Mishturi. Levi would become permitted as well. What do you see from there? Shmamina, Chad Bechavrei Matris. What you seem to see from here is that Allah saw every Va'ani links to the guy immediately before him. To which the Gemara said, the Oma, Elo'olam, Emelacha, Bechavrei Matris. Maybe not. Maybe everyone actually links themselves to Ruvain, the original vower. Umay Acharon Diktoni. What does he mean when it says Acharon? And Tsoi. It doesn't actually mean the last guy, rather, he's the middle guy. I did the Tana Rishon, Tana Acheron. And since it said first Rishon, they use Lashon of Acheron, even though Acheron here doesn't really refer to the last guy, rather refers to the middle guy. So we'll say we still haven't solved the issue yet. Tashma, here we go. The Sanya Behedja. So we'll say here it is. Here we have an explicit Braisa. What does the Braisa say? Hotter Harishon, Hotrakulon. And we'll say if Ruvain, the guy who said Areni Nazir, if he does Hataras Nadarim and is released from his Nadir Nazirus, Everyone else below him becomes permitted as well. But if the last guy will call him Levi, if he ultimately again Levi, but everyone before Levi is still going to be bound by their net and zeros. Here we go. What happens if the middle guy, in this case Shimon, Shimon who said Vani to Ruben's Hareni Nazir, Shimon does Hataras Nadarim, what's the halacha? Hemeno ulamala aser. I'm sorry. Hemeno ulamata mutter. Hemeno ulamala aser. Anyone above him is still bound, but anyone below him ultimately is permitted. Shmamina. Rabbi what do you see from here? Chad bechavre mitvis shmamina. Rabbi say an incredible, incredible moment here. So the Gemara resolved the question. So Rabbi say halacha So when you say vani, who are you linking to? You're linking to the guy immediately before you, not to the original source. Power. So I will say, so therefore, if we combine these two things together, what comes out is as follows. When Ru- so let, let's illustrate the case. Ruvain says, Harini Nozir. And then let's say, Shimon says, Shimon says, Vani. Levi says, Vani. And let's say, Yehuda says, Vani. Four guys. Four guys. So now we've established that Halacha Lamaisa, each guy who says Vani links to the person immediately before him. So Shimon links to Ruvain. Levi links to Shimon. Yehuda links to Levi. Why is this important? Because we've also established that in order for Va'ani to work, it has to be what? Toch k'dei dibor of the person who made the nether nezirus immediately before you. So therefore, Shimon has to be toch k'dei dibor of Ruvain, Levi has to be toch k'dei dibor of Shimon, and Yehuda has to be toch k'dei dibor ultimately again of of uh, Shimon has to, I'm sorry, and Yehuda has to be toch k'dei dibor of Levi. Well, you know, if you think about this even from a Hashkafic perspective, it's quite, it's quite beautiful. Like, what is the Gemara asking? The Gemara is saying, who do you connect to? Right? Who is the person upon whom you build yourself? Do you build yourself upon the person who immediately came before you? Or do you build yourself upon the original source of everything? And if you think about it from a Hashkafic perspective, I was like, so who are we? Right? So on one hand, Baruch Hashem, we come from parents. 
come from parents, we come from grandparents, we come from generations that immediately preceded us. So are those the ones who are responsible for who we are? Or ultimately, or do the, I should say, not for who we are, but are those the ones who lay the groundwork, the foundation for who we are? Or do we go back to the source? Do we go back to the Avos, to the Imos? We were just Zulcha, Mirat Hashem, just a few days ago, to to be at Kevarachal. So who's responsible for who we are? So, you know, in Nidarim, in Nidarim, by Naziro, such as say, you automatically link to the person right in front of you. But the truth is, in life, in Yiddishkeit, the answer is both. I, of course, I'm connected to the generations which immediately brought me into this world, but I'm also directly connected to the source. I'm directly connected to Yaakov and Leah. I mentioned it first because we learned right in there, in their Ohel. I'm immediately, I'm connected to Avram and Sarah, to Yitzchak and Rivka, to Rachel, to, I, I'm, I'm connected to, I'm connected to everyone. Connected to, so I'm connected to the people who immediately came before me, and ultimately, again, those who are the founders, so to speak, as well of Yiddishkeit, those who went ahead and laid down the foundation, I'm connected to all of them. There's a beautiful idea by the Belzer Rebbe. The Belzer Rebbe says in Az Yoshir, Sashal Mokbels, he brings down, this is my God, I'll make him great, the God of my forefathers, or the God of my father, and I will exalt him. And the Belzer Rebbe says, there's two levels of relationship with Hashem. There's Elokei the God of my father, that's the God who I inherit from my parents. And that's beautiful and that's wonderful. But in life it's not enough to have just the God of your father. What else do you need? Zekeli. You need to have your own relationship as well. You need to have your, have the God of my father, Elokei but I also need Zekeli, my God. I'm connected to the people before me, right, immediately before me. I'm connected to the source, to the Avos and the Imos, and my job is to take all of those building blocks and build something personalistically beautiful. Incredible, so let's go weiter. Let's go weiter. Okay. Next case, the Mishnah. Ruben says, Harini Nazir. Shivan comes along and says, <coughs> Excuse me, my mouth should be like my his mouth, my hair should be like his hair. To which the Gemara says, One second. I don't understand. Because Shivan says, My mouth should be like his mouth, my hair should be like his hair. That's a Nedja Nazir. It's such a nondescript statement to say. How does that generate for Shimon a net in his ear? So we'll say, Chaf Aleph Amud Beis, 21B, 21B. So the Gemara says, So Yadi or Yadai Yadai Nizira, Ragli Nizira. Person says, My hands are in Nazir, or my feet are in Nazir. What's that? No, no, say the actual. The person sounds like what he's trying to do. He's trying to be Makatish himself in the Nedir Naziros. But the way he's articulating it is my hands should be a Nazir. My feet should be a Nazir. Such a statement is absolutely meaningless. Rashi Nazira, the person says my head should be a Nazir. Kavedi Nazira, my liver should be a Nazir. Might be a good idea. Hareze Nazir. Hareze Nazir. Ultimately, again, is he is a Nazir. He is a Nazir. Now, both say, what's the distinction between saying, my hand should be a Nazir, my feet should be a Nazir, my head should be a Nazir, my liver should be a Nazir? Why in the first two cases of hair? Oh, why in the excellent? Why in the first two cases does it not work, and the second two cases it does? Very simple. Zaklau, Dabr, Shahan, Shama, Tuluyabo, Hare, Zeh, Nazir. 
And we'll say because essentially, if a person takes a vital part of the body and says this part of the body should be nazir, vital as defined as you can't live without it, can't live without it, therefore the act of making that part of the body into a nazir effectively makes the entire person into a nazir. So you say, my hands should be a nazir, my feet should be a nazir, not vital, not a vital, not a vital part of the body, Therefore, this means as you say your head should be a nazir, right? Your liver should be a nazir. That's a vital part of the body. Your heart should be a nazir, and therefore, halacha lemaisa, um, that would make you a nazir. That that would be a proper nazir. Excuse me. Amar Rav Yehuda da Amar Hachi. Yah said pi kipiv. So we'll say. So now go, let's go back. Let's go back. So now remember what's the case in our Mishnah? Ruvain says harini nazir. And what does Shimon do? Shimon says my mouth should be like his mouth. My hair should be like his hair. So based on what we just learned, should that effect, should that affect the proper nazirus? The answer to Pashtas is no, because remember again, hair is not vital. Baruch Hashem, right? Hair is not vital. Right? The mouth is not vital. So why does that create an adenazirus? So Rabbi Uda says, no, 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 what did he say? So I'll say, what's the case? The case is where Ruben says, Harini Nazir, and Shimon says, my mouth should be like his mouth regarding wine. My hair should be like his hair regarding hair cutting. Okay, so now, now you're being a bit more explicit in what you're trying to accomplish. And that is enough of a level of explicivity. It's explicivity? Explicivity? Explicitness? Explicit kite. Explicit kite. Right? That is enough explicit kite to go ahead and bless you and make you a nausea. Beautiful. So therefore I both say very important qualification. So Ruben says Harini Nazir, Shimon says my mouth should be like his mouth, my hair should be like his hair. That would not work. That would not work. But if he says my mouth should be like Ruben's mouth for wine. My hair should be like Ruben's hair for hair cutting. Ultimately, that would work. Another important halacha, if you go ahead and you say my hands should be a nazir, my feet should be a nazir, irrelevant statement. My head should be a nazir, my liver should be a nazir, my heart should be a nazir, relevant statement. If you hinge the nether nazirus on a part, on a vital part of the body, ultimately that creates an effective nether nazirus. Beautiful. Harini nazira v'shama baila v'amar v'ani eni achalafer. So listen to this. In this case, Rachel, right? Ruben's married to Rachel. Rachel goes ahead and takes a nether nazirus. And she says, harini nazira. And the husband Ruben hears this and he says, v'ani. I mean, so what's Tavacha? In the Yochalah, he can't annul her vow. Now, why can't he annul her vow? It's Pashat, why not? Because Allah, if he annuls her vow, what is he effectively doing? Annulling his own vow. And a person is never allowed to be mapped his own nether. See, Bailu, so what's his interesting cash here? Bailu, we've actually had this performance, you can even see the references to Nadare Sanches. <coughs> So the Gemara says as follows. Listen to this. Say by the who, pal me aker aker or dilma milkas gayis. And we'll say in general, this is a din of remember. A husband, a chacham is matir a neder. What does a what does a husband do? What does a husband do? Mayfer, excellent. Hafara. So we'll say here is the shaila. It's an yisodistic shaila in the mechanics of hafara. When a husband is made for his wife's neder, is it me aker aker? Does he uproot it retroactively? Or perhaps no, he cuts it off. 
cutting it off means he prevents it from moving forward. He shuts it down, as that. Does he retroactively uproot it? Or does he just shut it down from this point going forward? So in Barcelona, I mean, who cares? So listen to this. Le'isha shenadra benazir. Listen to this case. Rachel, who's married to Ruben, makes it. So Rachel says, Harini nezira. The Shema Chaverta. Rachel has a friend, Leah. Leah hears this and she says, Va'amra va'ani. Me too. Which works. And she did it to Okadei Dibor. And then what happens? The Shema Baila Shalush Risho. Then Rachel, who's the original vower, she's the source vower, Rachel's husband, Ruben, heard about what Rachel did, the Heferla, and he annulled her vow. So what's this? Now what's the Shailah? What's the Shailah? What's the impact of the annulment on Leah, the friend of Rachel, who said, Vani? So, if you say that when a husband annuls his wife's vow, so when Reuven annulled the vow of his wife Rachel, he retroactively annulled it. So, Leah is also freed from her vow. The Amrit Megas guy is, but if you hold that a husband only shuts down the nether from this point going forward, then ultimately, so Rachel, of course, will be freed from the vow. But Leah, who said, Will still be bound by her nadir nazirus. Incredible. So, my, so we'll say, what's that law? What's that law? So, again, we're getting into a sodistic shiloh over here now in Nidorin, that when a husband goes ahead and is made for his wife's nether, does he retroactively annul it or does he just shut it down in the present going forward? So, my, so Tashma, Harini Nazira, Vishama Baila. A woman says, Rachel says, I'm a Nazira. Her husband hears it, Brett Rubin hears it, and he says, I'm in. So what's Talacha? Amy Yochalafer. He is unable to annul the nether. So, but why is that? If you hold it, all the husband does, he shuts down, and he doesn't retroactively annul it, but he just shuts it down from this point going forward. He should be able to annul it. Why? Lay for the Ishto, for who lists her. Let him annul it for his wife, but his nether will still be intact. Rather, what do you see from here? The fact that when Rachel says Harin Nazira and Reuven says Va'ani, that Reuven is unable to annul that nether, that must be because the power of Hafara is attractive nullification. And therefore, if he does that, he effectively annuls his own nether as well, which is impossible. To which the Gemara says, Lo, the Olamegas guy is maybe not. Maybe, in fact, when a husband annuls his wife's nether, he just shuts it down in the present going forward. Obedin who delay for long. And therefore, in reality, Reuven should be able to annul his wife's nether, and it won't impact his own. So why can't Reuven annul his wife's nether? Why not? Because let's remember again, what's the case? Rachel makes a nether. She says, What does Reuven do? Reuven says, The act of saying is And the act of saying is for an infertility purposes from a husband to a wife, an act of active affirmation. And the said the halacha is once a husband actively affirms the nether. Now, when we saw this in the darim, can a husband go ahead and have his affirmation annulled? Yes, but that's a process. But that's a process. So if he first has his his. Um, Certification of the nethers, not certification, what's the word? If he, if he has, what's the word? Affirmation. affirmation, thank you. If he has his affirmation of the nether annulled, then in Achinami, he could annul the nether. But if not, he's unable to go ahead and be made for the nether. So therefore, I will say, 
we're still kind of at the same place over here, which is when a husband annuls his wife's nether, is it me'akar akar? Is it retroactive uprooting of it? Or is he simply going ahead and shutting down the nether in the present going forward? To which the Gemara says, Tashma, let's analyze a bit more. Tashma, Ha'isha shenadra ben nazir, ve'efisha es behemta. So ultimately, again, if a woman went ahead and made an adenazir, suppose here's the case. Rachel became an azira. Fine. What else did she do? She set aside her animals for her karbanos for the conclusion of her nedinaziris. The for laws by laws, right? And then what happens? Then afterwards, the husband annuls. Husband hears about it afterwards, and he remember it was like husband is permitted to annul the neder on the day he hears about it. It could be that he didn't hear the neder for a long time. So Rachel said harini nazira. Reuven hears about it sometime later. In the interim, between the time that she made the nether and Ruvain hears about it, she goes ahead and separates out her animals for her concluding sacrificial rites. He hears about it and now he annuls the nether. He annuls the nether. So what's the halacha? So what's this? Now, the Shadi Mar is going to talk about over here is, so what's the status of the animals? What's the status of the animals? To which the Gemara says, Im Shalohaisa, if the animals belong to him, so we'll say that's another way of saying the animal is totally unconsecrated. If the animals belong to him, they're totally unconsecrated, they could just go back to the flock, no problem. So the Gemara says, and if it's her animals, so then the Gemara says, ultimately, which can no longer be offered, has to be left to die, because that's the halacha by a chatos, it's actually essentially chatos shemesubala. If you have a carbon chatos, but the owners died before having the opportunity to offer it up, the chatos is just left to die. But I don't understand. But if you owe that a husband goes and retroactively uproots his wife's net when he annuls it, even if the belongs to her, the animal should still go out to chulin. Or it's like, like, like the consecration never happened. Watch this. Rather, what do you see from here? What you see from here is that the mechanics of hafara is not retroactive uprooting, but rather the husband is shutting down the nether now in the present, going forward. But ultimately, again, she still has a consecrated animal. To which the Gemara says, no. In reality, we could say that a husband, in fact, retroactively uproots his wife's nether naziris. He actively uproots it. I'm sorry, I just lost the place. He, I'm sorry, he actively uproots it. So then if that's the case, then why is it that even if she separated down an animal from her animals, right, to cover from her animals, why doesn't that animal become fooling if her, unconsecrated, if her nethers are retroactively annulled? To which the Gemara says, so I will say this interesting because essentially we can say that when when we go ahead, I skipped a little bit ahead, but essentially when we go ahead and when he annuls the nether, retroactively uproots the nether, the problem is she has a chatos that has been separated. So the Gemara wants to suggest right now that effectively it becomes like a chatos whose owners have died. So what do you do? Ruvain set aside a carbon chatos, now he died. What do you, what do, you do with that carbon? Ugmiri, the chatos shene and ultimately, again, about we learned that Allah Chalamaisa, a chatos whose owners have died, that animal ultimately, again, is left to die as well. Say, what comes out of here is really something very interesting. So we, we are left, see one second, 
Yeah. We are left right now, we are left right now with this fundamental machlokas. Fundamental machlokas. To which the Gemara says, so, say, so I think what we'll do is we'll stop over here for today. Again, we have, so let's go through what we resolved. So number one, we resolved in Allah, right? Ruben says, Harini Nazir, Harini Nazir. Shimon says, Vani, that works. That works, right? Levi says, then afterwards, if Levi says, Vani, who this says, Vani, it all works. However, qualification number one, it has to be told today, Tibor, ultimately again of the previous person. Because the way we pass it is that when you say Vani, you are linking to the person immediately before you. Immediately before you. So as long as you are told to the deeper of the guy immediately before you, you are good to go. You're good to go. That's halachas halacha number one and number two. Halacha number three is that if you say my hands are a nazir, my feet are a nazir, meaningless. But if you say my heart is a nazir, my head is a nazir, meaningful. If you link your nazir naziras to a vital part of the body, Ultimately, again, the Nadinazirus works. What we leave off with over here, Halachalamai. So, what else do we know? We know that if Ruben is married to Rachel and Rachel says Harini Nazira and Ruben says Vani, it works. It works. But what, what can't Ruben do? Ruben can't be made for his wife's nether, her Nadinazirus. Because if he were to do so, he would effectively be made for his own nether as well. And of course, that is problematic. Of course, that's problematic. So, Halachalamai, so we oh, Fine, that's the Halachalamai, so. The open-ended piece that we have not, that we start a day, we'll finish tomorrow, is the mechanics of hafara. When a husband is made for his wife's nether, ultimately, again, is hafara me'akar akar, is a retroactive nullification of the nether, or us gaius, does it shut it down going forward? And most like, the tremendous nafkamina is going to be in these kind of cases where the wife made a nether, and either someone else linked to it, or the husband himself linked to it. The mechanics of Hafara are going to determine what possibilities the husband has at his disposal. And we'll also stop over here for today. Shkoyach.